Step 8. Forgive. Week 2, Day 2. Whom and what do I forgive? The opening prayer for this lesson is, God, help me clearly see who and what I need to forgive. We can hold on to hurts for many things. Sins against us, accidents, misunderstandings, loving rebukes from trusted friends, etc. Because pain can come from different places, sometimes it is difficult to know who and what we need to forgive. Thankfully, you have already begun the forgiveness process. Inventories provide a list of people you need to forgive and hurts you need to entrust to God. In the same way that you repented of your sins that you inventoried and confessed, you need to give God the debts of others' sins against you. As you think about forgiving people listed in your inventories, recall that forgiveness is an unconditional transaction between you and God, a decision to release to God both the damage of sin and your demands for justice. Forgiveness does not depend upon your offender's presence, response, understanding, or repentance. When you transfer sin to God, you do not excuse the sin but honestly acknowledge its debt and accept God's judgment of it and vengeance upon it as your own. Forgiveness is a work of the Holy Spirit in you to trust God and to love others with Christ's love. G.K. Chesterton said, Love means to love that which is unlovable, or it is no virtue at all. Forgiving means to pardon that which is unpardonable, or it is no virtue at all. Exodus 34 verse 6-7 says, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty. In this lesson, you will try to identify whom and what you should forgive. Pray and Review Inventory Pray this prayer. God, give me the power and will of the Holy Spirit to trust you with my hurts and the justice due to me from the sins of others. Review Your inventory workbook provides a list of people you need to forgive and things for which you need to forgive them. For Resentments and Harms to Me inventories, browse the Who, What, and the Calls columns. Names and organizations listed in the Who, What columns represent those you need to forgive. Things listed in the calls columns represent the damage and debt of sin you need to transfer to God. For fears inventory, browse the who, what, and the calls columns. Highlight the names and organizations in these columns who did something wrong that contributed to your fears. If these harms are not listed on other inventories, you need to forgive those you have highlighted. For harms by me, sexual, and recovery issue inventories, Highlight anyone who encouraged you, participated with you, supported or ignored your harmful actions. If you did not note these names during Step 4, and they are not listed in other inventories, write them down in the notes comments section. These are people you need to forgive for harm they caused you, or for enabling your sin. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. Concerning your inventories, do you have questions about who or what you need to forgive? This step also provides a good opportunity to check the thoroughness of your inventories. Last week, you learned that forgiveness leads to freedom from bitterness, anger, and hatred toward others. 
Ephesians 4 verse 31 to chapter 5 verse 1 says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Take a minute to try to think of people not already listed on your inventory, toward whom you still hold some resentment or anger. The following questions may bring names to mind. Is there anyone for whom you still wish ill will? Is there anyone whose sin is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of him or her? Is there anyone whose name generates feelings of bitterness? Is there anyone you would try to avoid if you saw them in a public place because of something that happened between you? Is there anyone whom you would not like contact from if they were seeking your forgiveness? Is there anyone whom you would be sad to learn that they had received Christ as their Savior? If these questions bring anyone to mind who is not already on your inventory, list the names and discuss them with your mentor. If necessary, add these people to your inventory. Finally, there may be people highlighted in your inventory whom you do not need to forgive. It is easy to blame another who is not at fault for a hurt because of a false belief, misunderstanding, or sin within you. This does not mean that your pain is not real or that your feelings should not be addressed, but you do need to change the focus of responsibility for your pain. The following are some examples. God does not need your forgiveness. All of God's ways are pure. He is perfect and cannot sin. Therefore, he needs no forgiveness. He has an eternal view of sin, life, death, love, and justice. Because God allows people a choice to love or rebel against him, your life suffers from sin in the world. And God is sympathetic to your suffering. Christ suffered for sin. He often uses the suffering caused by sin for his glory, our good, and the good of others. For example, the cross. If you are bitter toward God for pain he allowed that you do not understand, tell him your feelings. Ask him to heal you, and as you trust him, to turn your suffering into something good. 1 John 3 verse 3 says, And everyone who thus hopes in God purifies himself as he is pure. You cannot forgive yourself. Mark 2 verse 7 says, Who can forgive sins but God alone? God claims that you are forgiven in Christ. You can accept or reject his word. Prolonged struggles with guilt and shame over debts paid in full by Christ can be caused by many things. Hidden sin, pride, misplaced identity, even idolatry, such as trusting someone else's word about you more than God's word. God says that all of your sin's debts are paid. You have been given Christ's righteousness, and he adopted you as his child. To God, you are worth the blood of Christ. Embrace God's word. Bring every sin to light and live freely in God's grace with gratitude. Someone who lovingly speaks God's truth and follows God's instruction does not need your forgiveness. Proverbs 27 verse 6 says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Plentiful are the kisses of an enemy. Your sinful nature hates exposure and correction. Wounded pride and consequences are the fault of your own sin. 
not someone God uses to reveal your sin. While you may need to forgive a person who used God's word in a harmful manner, if you resent someone who lovingly corrected your sin according to God's word, you are likely struggling to accept truth from God's messenger. Answer this question. Question 2. Whom have you mistakenly held indebted to you? List any names and explain. The closing prayer for this lesson is, God, free me to approach others in love rather than bitterness. Help me receive your grace and extend it to others. Now it's time to take action. Spend time examining your inventories, highlighting those people you need to forgive.